Greetings, friends. I am Hazel Archer Ginsburg, and this is I Think Speech. Today, January 12th, is my half birthday. Yes, we celebrate the half birthdays in our family. It's a wonderful tradition, I think. But the other day, my friend who's an astrologer says that half birthdays are the low point of the natal year. <laughs> so, yeah, I think she's right. I've been feeling that this last week. But now I'm pulling up and out with the, with the new moon. And also for this, this next cycle, I, I plan to practice true listening. It's easy to speak, right? But the listening part, not so, not so easy. You know, to listen without presupposing, without classifying, you know, improving, uh, controverting, evaluating, you know, approving, disapproving, without dueling with what is being said, you know, without rehearsing the rebuttal <laughs> in advance. So, yeah, this is going to be something I'm thinking about. I'm also holding in my consciousness that we are in the season of epiphany, which I talked about last week. Yeah, it's often defined as a revelation. And as much as I try, I can't help but picture, you know, that cartoon image of the light bulb over the head, right? Indicating a sudden intuitive insight where it all makes sense. Yeah, an epiphany. It's often related to the appearance or the manifestation of a spiritual being or a phenomenon. But I don't think that a true epiphany happens by chance or comes as some fleeting flash that fades away. I think of the example of what we hear in the book of Matthew, how the Magi prepared perhaps for lifetimes before they made it to epiphany. And how in the fifth gospel, taken from the Akashic Records by Rudolf Steiner, we read about how Jesus of Nazareth was prepared first through 42 generations, and then for 30 years before he received the Christ in the baptism by John in the Jordan. And we have to work through all of the 13 holy nights to reach Epiphany, which by the way, is not just a day, it's a season that takes us into the first stirrings of spring. So through all that has been happening in the world to darken and distract us, I've been trying to live into this, to see through a glass darkly, looking, always searching for the light, hiding in the shadows, which can reveal the revelation to allow the appearance. And I've been thinking about this appearance, this manifestation, the advent of Christ in the etheric world. And it just so happens that 111 years ago today, Rudolf Steiner gives the first lecture ever on the etheric reappearance of the Christ. So sometimes when I when I contemplate this amazing mystery, it comes to me in the picture of an assembly, like a convocation, a summit. But mostly I see it as a an intimate meeting, 
or kind of like a blind date where we are introduced through a mutual friend, you know, through our connection to Anthroposophia, which gives us the wisdom to see with new eyes. We receive from this part of ourselves the invite to, you know, the entree to the cosmic party. And it's an open invitation, but it's often precipitated by some sort of great tragedy or, um, you know, depressive event in some way, you know, that it, it takes more than just spinning, spinning around three times to remove the blindfold, right? You know, to lift the veil that separates us from meeting this reality. And the Christ in his rhythmical presence presses forward into the etheric realm, into the realm of the formative forces which envelop the earth life forces that fortify and maintain all life on earth. And Steiner says, humanity on its natural path of development touches on that sphere with our soul forces. Hmm, that's good news, right? And it gets me asking, okay, uh, you know, how do we do our part on this natural path to develop these soul forces of thinking, feeling, and willing in this new way? How do we employ imagination, inspiration, and intuition without expectation, with the utmost faith and patience to achieve the first glimmering an awakening of our etheric eyes, a new super sensible sensing which can experience the life body. Now, those people who live into uh, what Steiner calls the 12 senses might um, have a, a better feeling for this. And here's another Steiner quote, which is, which is interesting. He says, we think we see with our eyes but we don't literally see with these outer organs. They are a kind of microscope or telescope or camera, a fairly dead body in us. We see by means of it with etheric activity. He explains that we perceive colors as the result of etheric activity, right? Those formative forces reveal color. You know, so if we if we look at green and then afterwards we look at a white sheet of paper, we see its reversal as red. Right? Well, we got the Christmas colors here. So go ahead, get out your crayons, give it a try. This, this seeing is due to the continuation of the etheric activity of the eye, which answers to the impressions of colors. Colors are spiritual beings too, right? And we see a balance. We, we never actually see the color as it is, but always this balance. We produce the complementary colors through the etheric activity of our eye. And, and what we see, the final physical effect is a balance, even if we're not you know, consciously aware of it. But when we do make it our intention to be conscious, we become co-creators in this new etheric site. So people who want to, you know, 
get some more practical exercises into seeing into the etheric, I recommend this book by Baruch Urieli. Baruch Urieli. It's an amazing book called Learning to Experience the Etheric World. It has this really interesting subtitle, Empathy, the After Image, and a New Social Ethic. Wow. Yeah, so there's some sort of responsibility here with working in these realms. And Rudolf Steiner suggests in his lectures from Jesus to Christ, which is what the Holy Nights is all about, that it is our own etheric activity which lights up that sphere in which the etheric Christ is present. And I've come to see that through our own activity in connection with the Sophia as a being of light, we can shed some light on love, waiting in the realm of our formative forces for us to perceive and interact with. It is an activity which in its clarity and beauty can be strengthened not only through specific spiritual disciplines like the six basic exercises and the, you know, the meditative path, but through moral development, which brings a conscious balance in wholeness. So yeah, working with the eightfold path and the, the six B are certainly key and for me right now well always really equanimity <laughs> is something i'm working on and it, it i see it as helping to give a flow to my moral progress so yeah when we take hold of the reins of our emotions and steer them where we want to go there's a lot of energy there right and it helps to improve the etheric light which we can pour from our hearts down into our limbs and then back up to our head and out through our eyes into the etheric world to light up the Christ. So yes, friends, today is the new moon of the new year, the perfect time to take up this awareness.